0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, today on the show, I have Nick Longo. He has a bit of a repertoire, so I'll list it off. He's a founder and creative director at Longo Designs in California. He's an instructor slash professor at California State University's Northridge campus and uh, actually co-host of Deeply Graphic Design Cast. Um, Nick, why don't
1: you say hi and uh, maybe add to that if you want. I will. will. Oh, thanks so much, man. Great to be here, yeah. by the way, and good to meet you finally, man. Absolutely. Yeah, um, I, I guess it's just a matter of kind of finally being on my own as of as of about six years now, and kind of being able to take on a lot of these different roles and responsibilities and things that I think you I've always wanted to do uh, uh, after leaving a corporate gig for quite a while. Um, this was kind of the the opening of the floodgates to say, what else can you do as opposed to just your nine to five? And to me getting the chance to do both a podcast and specifically teaching, which is becoming like the, the little side, I call that, that's like my passion project to be honest with you. Sure. Um, it's, it's quite a, a, a joy to be a part of, um, I'm in my third, three and three and a half years now been doing it. And to me, it's where I went to school as well. So it's kind of this cool idea to go back and be part of these young kids lives and see what they're doing in design. Um, I, man, I don't know about you, but like, I've been so disconnected from that for so long since (laughs) I think when I left, man, it was like, thanks for everything uh, I'm on my way you know and right right and then you go back and and they surprise me every day with kind of like what they get to do now and where they're at uh, they have such a head start so to me it's the coolest thing to do it's a great uh, balance between what you do is running a, a studio and all mm-hmm. the other things you have to do to obviously make a living but Teaching and part-time teaching specifically is what I really am an advocate about. Uh, is such a great balance for your day and your week because yeah. you get you walk right away from from email and all that stuff, and you're right into something. And people want to know your insight. It's just the coolest.
0: Yeah, and they're like sponges of that age too. We have a of couple course. people here that um, they teach part-time at Creative Circus here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's pretty cool. I did something similar to you for avid listeners that you kind of know this probably, but um, I went back and taught at the school that I graduated. I think the only problem was the school that I graduated from had been sold to (laughs) a large school conglomerate Oh wow! um, who will go unnamed. Ah, okay. Um, (laughs) I think I know what you're talking about. Yep. (laughs) I think everyone does, but I'm not going to say it. And Uh um, the problem is, is the school that I went to and graduated had... um, had a reputation for being excellent. Yeah, um, it was up there with Parsons. It was up there with mm-hmm. Micah. Um, you know, not not that it was better, but it was along the same yeah. lines. Yeah, and you know, they expected a lot out of the uh, students, and I think that expectation fell by the wayside in exchange for money. Gotcha. And um, the quality of student really showed. So what's great is I, I still talk to a lot of the students that I taught, but mm-hmm. for me, it was a very bittersweet experience because. I would say eighty percent of the students were barely do the work, if at all, mm-hmm. and I was sort of forced to pass them anyway. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. So that's, I know that's it's a, a bummer. That's a tough thing. I, I've been noticing with each semester, uh, there's like I, I even told my class the other day. I was like, there isn't a slacker in the bunch. Like these kids. That's awesome. It's, you know, obviously talent and understand understanding of, let's say some are stronger in type and some are stronger in color. And so, you know, so they, they're, the variety is obviously still there, but when it comes to commitment, man, these kids are just on fire and it's such a cool thing to see because I think you, you don't, you think that generation might be, a little bit of the slacker and kind of self-intentioned, <laughs> you know, I want everything immediately yeah. and on demand, but they just keep surprising me more and more. And, and, and it makes me enjoy it so much more too. Cause Mike, you know, they're paying for it, man. You know, come on. It's yeah, yeah. what do you want out of this? You know?
0: Absolutely. And that's the way I always looked at it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I went back when I went to college. I, I think I went back at 22. Okay. So I had a taste of like what does a shitty job feel like? Yeah. Um, you know, what's it feel like to sit on the edge of your bed at six o'clock in the morning and sob lightly as you, <laughs> as, as you face the day that you don't want to have? And yeah. I think that gives you an all-found, like a newfound respect for um, education and totally. the fact that you are paying a lot of money for this. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. Or at least your parents are. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember school, like the, the funny thing about school that I, like at least where I went was it mm-hmm. was like a uh, six semester, a six quarter program. Wow. Um, And it was absolutely intense. Um, We had like a one to two week break in between quarters. And then it was like having two jobs, honestly, like it was very hard to juggle a job while going there. Oh, I can't imagine.
1: Yeah. And I know a lot of campuses, especially even out here, there's a few that recommend you do not work. I don't know how a typical kid can do that nowadays. But yeah, how would how'd you juggle that?
0: Yeah, it's a good. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was like a, a lot of a lot of uh, code red and um, <laughs> a lot of just staying up in study groups and working together and I think that also fostered a work ethic and I think totally. you know it's it's a very um, it's actually it's actually a good way to jump into uh, our talk today I mm-hmm. guess which is you know fighting through that holidays and that burnout and that you know we're facing the end of the year uh, yeah. You know, this is being recorded halfway through November, but what we know is that December is, like, upon us.
1: Oh, and dude. It was just – felt like Halloween, Halloween was happening. yesterday, you know? And now, look, yeah. you blink your eye and we got Thanksgiving next week. It's crazy. I,
0: I can't dress up anymore. Yeah.
1: Stop dressing up. <laughs> oh, Halloween's over. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Take the Damn. costume off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, you know – and you know you lose mostly half – or you think you're going to lose half the month, but mm-hmm. I don't know how it, it – Um, with, with your company, but I know here we all are, are sort of waiting for the dreaded final pitch, which or pitches, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's like, just when you think it was safe to close up shop. Nope. Yeah. Client comes in, and it's like, hey, you know, we want to do X, Y, and Z. Yeah. You know, and it's going to be on December 30th. Yeah. Good luck.
1: <laughs> Isn't it funny? <laughs> I've kind of noticed too, and maybe because there's so much more young companies and there's so many more companies that are startups and now in their fifth, sixth years, no one's Mm -hmm. cares about the calendar anymore. It's like, you know, like just because it's the end of the year, just because it's the holidays. Um, we, we've sent out almost six proposals just this week. And it's like, it it, it just keeps building and building and building. And uh, ironically, our slump kind of happened towards, I want to say, August, September, where I think Mm -hmm. the reality of it is, is that's when people are truly only breaking. If it's once a year, you're going to do it during summer. And yeah. and I think most of our clients and some of our smaller clients, they all just kind of took a week or two to kind of decompress and chill. And I get that. But it was kind of on un, un, – um, we, di- we didn't predict it. We didn't see that coming. And so we regrouped kind of – we're able to sharpen up uh, everything that we needed to do because you have to when you know it's coming, and when it comes that quickly, uh, to be a little bit proactive. Because um, I figured if it's happening now, is it going to happen again in the holidays? That kind of worried me, you know? And yeah, yeah. It's, it's so unpredictable.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think what we all hope is that we have enough work to last. Mm-hmm. I think the dread, at least in this office, is it's the pitches. It's like you have to close up the work that you're doing. Yep while pitching for new work. And hey, it'd be really nice to see the family on the 25th. <laughs> yeah. <you know?
1: laughs> and those are two totally different mindsets. I think when uh, you know that there is the, the the physical work work to to complete a job or to finish a job, and, and you're really, you want to wrap that thing up so bad, and your client's, mm-hmm. you know, still kind of going through a few changes, then you switch hats, and you've got to do it, you got to get in that pitch mode. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of my biggest goal is to kind of try to develop two, t- two separate teams. So one's handling day to day and they don't have to worry about too much of the future work in the, in the prospecting, you know? And I think that's kind of the, the goal with anybody, but yeah, th- those are two tough, tough things to kind of juggle in the same, in the same kind of a team, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's great, you know, to have it be where you you can have two teams working on that stuff. Um, I think, you know, the smaller, the smaller shops maybe don't have that, um, yeah. That capability yeah. or luxury,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, You're right,
0: yeah. And here, I mean, we have a pretty decent sized team here, but at the same time, it's you know we have people leaving on vacation early, mm-hmm. we have people coming back, mm-hmm. we have people traveling, and it's it just seems like you know um, August usually we do hit a little bit of a lull, which but it's a welcomed lull, yeah. Um, you know where we can kind of catch up, regroup, but no matter how hard we try, December just punches us right in the gut every year,
1: yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I'm, I'm kind of happy at this point because it's like it's, it's a good thing to be sending so many things out and be anxious for what's happening. But then on the flip side, like you said, I'm thinking, going, whoa, when, you know, my only three days off I think this entire year was at a design convention. So it's kind of like when, when, when are we going to get that time? And and I'm still in the mindset that it comes in the holidays. um, Just from being so um, outweighed by corporate years. That to me was your shutdown time, you know. And then right. I, I get shutdown time for school, which is a great thing. But then I have a whole new class that I have not teach, I have not taught yet, uh, that I have to prep for during the break. So if that's another added value thing. I'm going. My gosh, right. when, when is the when is that holiday break coming? I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Well, I guess that's like a, a nuanced uh, life, right? So you, I mean, you have the the job of running your studio. Mm-hmm. You have the job of being a uh, attentive and engaged professor and instructor, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're a co-host on a podcast, which yeah. I can attest to. Hey,
1: man, it doesn't take that much time.
0: Yeah, um, I think it's going to take more time in the new year for me because there's a lot of
1: ideas. And that you we do, have out and there. you do weekly. You're a weekly, weekly. right? Yeah, we're yeah, we're yeah. once we're like twice a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Weekly. I mean, there's a story behind that we can get into. I think I already talked about yeah. it um, on the podcast, and so no need to. But it's actually been quite. A lot easier on us to Good. do a podcast than an actual written interview. So that's yes. nice. Yes. But then with all of this, especially with the business, especially you just mentioned it with the instructor and yeah. professor um, position, there's 2017 that's like staring you mm-hmm. deadlocked in the face and there's some planning to do.
1: Yes. Um, how, how do you even begin to juggle all this stuff? Gosh. You personally. I I, I wish I could be, I should be a lot better at it. I think I go on the fly a little bit. Um, I've definitely made a huge try and push in 2016 to be much more driven by using Evernote, using a few other applications and processes Mm. that kind of keep me in line. As much as I can, right. and specifically, even working with the direct team and then remote people that we work with as well. So, you're almost forced to, and that kind of helps us be a little bit more in line with that. Um, I'm, a, I'm also a big fan of giving responsibility off uh, to others, not only to take it off of your plate. But for them to get better and for them to get stronger in their own positions. So Mm -hmm. I've found the more you do that, uh, the more you're getting them to grow. And it's also pushing responsibility off to others, which I think is a really smart thing to do. But my scheduling Mm -hmm. personally is like it is a day-to-day thing. And I I think it changes all the time. You know, some days Mm -hmm. I got to be – I personally bought a fantastic, you know, Mac portable MacBook – you know, pro to go along with me. So, and I've put everything on cloud. So to me, I could be anywhere in the world and can pull up something and actually get right into it. I'm not Mm -hmm. uh, handicapped in any way based on location or time, right? So that's, that's one way to kind of think about it. Um, I think the other thing too, is just to book the time too. I'm a big fan of um, uh, Tim Ferriss's book where he kind of explains how you could be more efficient in your time. And one of the things I remember learning the best was if you even need to spend an hour on your own to build, um, put together your notes for class or put together a a really good response back to a client and their changes, I will book it in my calendar and just put it there as a, Uh, as a meeting and put the reminder and all that, you know, just as important as it is if I was going to meet a new client or something that really relates to the future. So to me, um, it's you got to be diligent with it the minute I stop man you just slide right you just yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah. I'm, I'm sure you you're the same way you know mm-hmm. so that's a tough one but it, it's yeah. it's learning in progress well I
0: read Tim Ferris's uh four hour work yeah. week and um you know it's funny I, I just I don't book my time like that and I really should because before I know it mm-hmm. you know the day like like today, Tomorrow is shot, man. Like it is done. Yeah, and I and I have work to do, but it's meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, and I'm just left with this. Well, when the hell am I actually going to get the work done? I know.
1: <laughs> I know? know. Yeah. Yeah. If it's billing, if it's uh, client relations, if it's. Working on is something with the, our workspace or something. There's always something, and then you you laugh and you say exactly that. When do I sit down and actually do the work? Work because I still am a very active in the design process of our of our studio as well. So right. to me, I, I don't want to leave that. I I had kind of left it with corporate jobs when with each with each kind of new level of getting to a certain spot, you kind of release and are no longer doing the work. I don't want to make that mistake anymore. You know, right. I still love yeah. that cuz it keeps you fresh and it keeps you up to date. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I think it's the best way of
0: putting it is, mm-hmm. you know, if you get too wrapped up in the minutia of like running the business and doing all the, you know, operational next thing you know, you haven't touched a pencil to paper mm-hmm. for creativity in a long time, except oh, yeah. for the random doodle on a terrible phone. Bar like, or something. And you're like,
1: remember when you used to sketch out all your work and do it before and like make yeah, thumbnails? Yeah. And I'm like, it's it sucks when you go straight to the computer and you're making final art. <laughs> you're like, right? It's yeah. like, to, you know, I I think that maybe, and, and and I know we might talk about this later, but um, going to um, Adobe Max was a really Kickstarter for me because I came back just two weeks ago and and completely started thinking about what I'm going to do in 2017 that I'm not doing now, awesome. and it has it all, everything we talked about totally on point. Right? What do you do to be right. more be a more efficient and everything? But also too, I'm sitting here going, how you, you're surrounded by some of these people who are the top of the game, and you you hear a little bit about their story and what they do, and mm-hmm. if you don't walk away from there and say I have to do the same, I, I could do the same thing by making a plan and put and making a goal. And I think that's maybe the difference. I want to put some goals ahead for 2016, right? Uh, you know, uh, or 17. 17. Sorry. Yeah. And, and look at me, I can't, even know what year it is. Yeah. And so <laughs> why not do that? And the, and the goal should be really specific to what you as a, either an individual designer, a studio owner, or even an employer somewhere, you know, uh, employee somewhere, what goals do you really want to get out of the next year? Where do you want to be? you know, right. right. Professionally, not, not so much. Oh, I want to grow this and do whatever, but where do you want to be? What's going to make you happy? And we can all do it. Look at, look at, you can throw up a podcast and do that, right. Have a, that could be your passion project. You could start a product line who better to do that than anyone that's designing, right. I I love Mm -hmm. when I see designers who are creating shops and putting product out there and they're not doing it for the revenue. You know, they're doing it for the love of what they get to do and Absolutely. why not why not you know try some of these these really great you know opportunities out
0: hey sorry for interrupting the episode but listen we got some great news it's the end of the year and we wanted to give back to you for everything you do for us so for every time you share this podcast or post on grits and grids we're going to enter you into winning one of our prize packs these prize packs include stuff from Caleb Moore's Jay Fletcher uh charlie hopper yours truly uh grits and grids swag we got black cat merch and we got the uh, brand in god we must which has some awesome stuff just check out gritsandgrids.com for more information we're gonna be pumping this up a lot and of course we'll be dropping it on the social media as well every time you share you'll be entered into win and we're going to give these all away around the end of the year have fun and uh, back to the episode yeah, I think so. I mean, looking at 2017, it can be very daunting because it seems so far away, but it really is right here. Oh, yeah. And going to Adobe Max sounds like it was an awesome experience, and it shines a little bit of light on uh, a goal that I have for 2016 that I think I absolutely failed at, and that is I haven't gone to a single conference or design event, yeah. and yet I want to. And I think that stems back to not putting it, it – just, just not putting it and booking it and mm-hmm. just saying, no, this is going to happen. Yes. Um You know, some of them are rather expensive, but like Creative Mornings, for instance. Oh, yeah. Creative Mornings is so affordable. And here in Atlanta, it's so active. And yet, Mm -hmm. it's an email that comes. I look at it, and I think, I should go to that. And then I go right on to the next email, and I completely forget about it. And it's so shameful. And and it's something that I beat myself up on. But at the same time, I look back, you know, looking back at 2016, you should look back at your year and use that to figure out, like, what your goals are. So... You know, there are definitely some missed goals that I had this year. Yeah. One was that one was writing, you know, rewriting my first book. Oh, cool. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I, I haven't even gotten like a chapter into it. So not, <laughs> not, so not cool at all. The move to the list of 2017 goals. <laughs> I just have an arrow pushing forward on that one. Uh, nice. But, you know, unexpectedly, I did launch a podcast. Yeah, and yeah. So that's a goal that I didn't have, but uh, something that I did that I think can kind of make up for uh, a book, which Mm – you know, it can be argued, will a lot of people read it or is it more just
1: masturbation? I don't know. (laughs) Um, I I, I think that I love the podcast forum and the, the, the whole idea of it, because it's kind of what led me into dropping my corporate job six years ago and say, why not take a chance on myself? I started listening to a few of them, uh, on my, on my hour and a half commute every day in the car. And I used to curse that commute. And now i say thank god for it because I discovered these podcasts and and it wasn't so much just graphic design ones it was everything else I'm interested in but a lot of these people that were just like man if you're not loving what you want to, what you're doing right now. You can change it. What, what make a plan, do something different. And that's what really right. propelled me to say, if I don't start my own thing at this point, I'm never going to do it, you know? And so, yeah. Yeah, so I great. love this vehicle. I think it's a great, uh, I, I'm not, I don't know about you. I'm a, I'm a tough reader. I'm like, I've, I don't read a book unless like there's 50 people saying you have to read this book (laughs) and you know, is that model even dying? You know, it's like, I know people that love it and that's great, but I need something that I can either listen to or really get um, emotional with or get into. And I think that comes more from spoken word for me at least. So, um,
0: well, especially when it's maximizing the time that you have. Yes, exactly. Um, You know, for me, you know, I, I fell in love with podcasts a couple of years ago. Um, because of my community as well. That mm-hmm. seems to be the conduit for it. Yep. Um, but I also, I read a ton and I buy paper
1: books. I don't buy like, no, I don't same have here. A, same here. a magical reader. <laughs> I can't do it. Am I need, I, I need a, yeah, a bookmark. I, I need a physical bookmark that like hangs out of the book and you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Have you, I want to be able to read it on
0: takeoff and I want to be able to read it yeah. on my descent as well. Have you um, read,
1: um, have you picked up, uh, Aaron Draplin's book yet?
0: No, not oh, yet. Yeah, and I'll yeah. tell you what. Yeah. I think Aaron Draplin's amazing. Yeah.
1: But if he writes anything like he talks, <laughs> I think I'm
0: dude, <laughs> The I, dude is just on another level. I love it. Is. I love it. And, he's and on another level.
1: I got to tell you, man, I was I was feeling the same way you were uh, up until a student finally bought it and br- brought it in. And I I literally turned into like the ultimate fan and then just met him uh, last two weeks ago here in L.A. And had a, and man, he, he went out of his way. I brought all my students and he went out of his way to say hello to him and take pictures and, and what a cool guy, you know, he really, I love that there's someone like that, um, Kind of putting a, a a cool little innovative spotlight on our industry, you know, which is yeah. cool. So I just yeah, want he seems to, like an
0: OG too, like he's I thought you know, he's I, like yeah. just kind of
1: like oh, guy and he's and wild in like, his slideshow. Yeah. And if, if if anyone's interested, I know he uh, on he presented at Adobe Max the next day. I saw yeah. him here in Santa Monica, and his presentation is um is literally on Adobe Max's website. You, anyone can view it, uh, and you, you'll just get a kick out of his presentation alone. And his slides are just the funniest stuff you've ever seen, and it makes you, th- it makes you really want to like build a presentation and say, "Man, I can find a voice the same way this guy did because he's he really he really is carrying it pretty well." So take. Yeah, a I listen. think he's killing it. Yeah, and I, I don't know
0: that. if you listen to Adventures in Design, but yes. it was
1: funny to hear like, uh, "Oh, that was you a know, crazy one."
0: Yeah, yeah, the yeah. latest one where Bricky and him kind of got into
1: it. I was like, yeah, all right, find it out. <laughs> was this the, was this the, because I know I, I spoke with Mark, I think, before when he had the first interview with him. Uh-huh. And then I had heard uh, the, I guess he invited him back to kind of clear the air. It Was that the yeah. one you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. To clear the air. Oh, home. that was, that was I was cringing at it every, <laughs> every moment of that one, but good for Mark for uh, doing that. And I think, you know, that was a, that was a really good conversation. It was really good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and you know what? I don't know, Mark. I've
0: never met him. Um, I've never contacted him or anything. I probably should. But his podcast, you know, I think quite obviously has been a big inspiration for this one in cool. a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, and also, I would say a guide because, you know, his commentary about what had happened with Aaron mm-hmm. is on the first one. Yeah. Um, I definitely <laughs> – that's like why the first bullet point on like rules of engagement is this isn't, this isn't a fucking
1: interview. No, like let's, let's talk. We do the same thing. We, if someone's on our, if someone's on our podcast, it's not a, tell us your story. It's what specifically can you teach and give a lesson to that you feel you've, you've overcome and let's talk, let's have a discussion about it. I totally agree.
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Chat through it, have some fun. Um, so, you know, thank you, Mark uh, for, (laughs) for that. Um, and I love listening to Adventures in Design, but um, maybe this will spark him to call me, Mark. If you're listening, there you go. the monologues in the beginning have got to cut down a little <laughs> bit, bro. <laughs> like, I, I get so excited to hear the guests, and by the time I get to my office, I'm like, I just listened to Mark talk for 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, <laughs>
1: we. I, I met him at uh, Downtown Disney out here a few months. Uh, it was yeah. probably a year ago or so. And uh, but I gotta get. I gotta say, man, the, for doing it every day is. Yeah, it's so passion-filled, man. And that there's not a lot of people Absolutely. doing that. And I think we need that. That's the kind of people we need more of because uh, this whole idea of the community and who we mm-hmm. who you know, mm-hmm. I love the fact that I tell you any person I've called to say, will you come into my class? Will you Skype in? Come visit? Whatever they've all said yes. They I, I've had some of the biggest people come in and influence the kids. That's awesome. And and I love that. It's like we are still this small group that we can kind of you know, learn from each other and share insight. Um, and I God, I, I just wish that was around, you know, for generations prior, but I say take advantage yeah. of it now, take full advantage of it. Absolutely. Because we, that's why these conventions are great. That's why, you know, uh, Twitter has been an incredible, that's how you and I kind of connected, which is always yeah. the coolest little surprise for me. Twitter is still, I can't figure that damn thing out, but every cool yeah. little connection I've made has come through there. Cause I think it's a conversation and it's a it's a linkable conversation rather than instagram which is so visual first so i am a big yeah. fan of what i i follow just the people that i really want to learn and gain from so
0: mm-hmm. yeah twitter's great too cuz i think it forces you to be brief mm-hmm. And I think that's the thing. Like, dude, get to the point, man. Super I'm sure smart. you're a nice person. Yes,
1: <laughs> I know. And and don't you feel like when you ever, when you get the chance to write someone, you 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 have eight paragraphs and you're like, I need to condense that to two sentences.
0: <laughs> Ex- exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know, I'm like, hi, this is Joseph. I'm from blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wow, I've just yeah. wasted like a I know. paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I know. It's but all when about it's being brief. brief. Yeah, and that's actually how this started was uh, the podcast started because of Denise Leon because I reached out to her and I was like, hey, would you want to do a written interview? And she Mm -hmm. was like, no, can you call me? Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. I guess we have that technology now, don't we? (laughs) Um, (laughs) It
1: exists.
0: (laughs) On the telephone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Through this internet?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's great. Um, It's such a good conduit. But Mm -hmm. getting back to the topic, I I think a lot of people listen to this right now are probably starting to feel the heat at yeah. the end of the year and um you know what what you, you said a little bit earlier that you you are fully connected and I think I am I am too mm-hmm. but I found out this summer how absolutely terrible that was when I was Ugh. you know I got married and I'm on my honeymoon I'm traveling on a train through Italy yeah and'm I'm, I'm working yeah because you can I'm like yeah because I can because it's there I know because I, I, I don't uh, have a, a real excuse to not.
1: Yeah, you know, and I gosh, I, I even remember my last few years of even just running a, a, a company that I had was employed by or employed employed with. Even at oh. that point, I you know I, I was still an employee, but man, you felt fearful of leaving for vacation and not checking in because you're like, you just know the job market, and you know all of the, those things, yeah. and, and more p- people are running much more leaner operations, so you are juggling more than the typical, let's say, in any industry, really. So isn't it sad that mm-hmm. yeah I, I know I, I wish there was a way to unplug, um a little bit more and I think what did I just read I read something that was really interesting and it was it was saying about um this whole idea of you are your own police right you are your own kind of person that's going to monitor this so like the more you can be let's say text or, uh no not text uh, email driven as far as in, compared to phone conversations what you can save in time there is maybe a a nice advantage. Right. But then how do you now actually do take that break and turn off for a while? Um, Mm -hmm. my biggest thing and I, and I've done with any break that we have taken is Mm -hmm. I let the client know well in advance, let's say, you know, it's coming up in two to three weeks. I I'll, I'll make even a little visual and send it in in an email and say "The, the studio is on break between blank and blank. You know, let us know we'll have limit, unlimited, uh, limited uh, access to certain things. Uh, if in any emergency, uh, we would suggest, uh, you know, an email with this. And that tends to be a good way to kind of at least narrow it down to only the emergencies, you know. Right. Um, and then it gives you that chance to finally unplug. The last vacation I took was in a, the, an Alaska cruise with a, our entire family, did a huge kind of trip. And oh, nice. uh, the cool thing was, was there was no reception. 90% of exactly. the time and it was, yeah. we were forced. And like, it was the first time you're like, you're leaving the phone in the suite and you're walking out with no phone and you're like, I am naked.
0: Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the weirdest feeling. And you're like so unconnected. But it's the best feeling. Yeah, too. Exactly.
1: So Uh-oh. I think it's about setup. I think it's really about what you do in advance. And, uh, mm-hmm. if you set the expectation up to the clients, they respect it, especially if it's the long term ones and the ones you've been working with and hopefully you have a great enough relationship where they kind of realize, Hey, that's, it has to happen, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The long term ones, I think that's, that's well put because the client that was nagging me while I'm on vacation currently owes the the company a significant amount of money Ooh, okay. and they were like very significant and I'm still asking for stuff. Um, no, I mean, that ended a long time ago. Okay. Um, like we're, we're deep in the collections process at this point. Uh, okay. Um, which is, it's it's a shame. because like that. I don't want to get to that. I, like, know. I you know. We did good work. We, I worked on my honeymoon for you and yeah, come on. this is what you do. Yeah. So yeah. And
1: all, so, everything's in their hands and they're using
0: it. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's not like I could sink their ship because no. if I sink their ship, I, I get no money. That's the worst. So it's a very yeah. big catch 22. But um, either way, it's like, I find that the biggest pains or the biggest, the ones that encroach on you like that are the ones that aren't going to be around for a while. Yeah. And maybe it's because part of you doesn't want them around for a while.
1: Yeah. Um, hey, that's a sign. But, that's a sign.
0: I, I, yeah, it's I, a big
1: red I rate. look at it that way. It's like, you know, I, I remember someone telling me that long time ago that, hey, if you have to say saying no to a client or saying goodbye to a client because of reasons like that, obviously in the long run, that's not a person you want to be working with. And I it, I hate seeing those flags, but like kind of going through a similar situation right now. And they even wrote back with a like new brief. And I was like, guys, you haven't even responded to the last three about the prior, yeah. you know what what's outstanding, and I, I I don't know. I think we're 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 working with a lot of people that are just so forward thinking. Uh, they they're not considering what's hap- what's still in the past. <laughs> Maybe is the way I yeah. get it. I don't know. Right, and sometimes it's you know some like if it's a bigger client, like billing is
0: is a separate department, and sometimes you feel that. But this is a startup restaurant. Oh, okay, you No know better. And the yeah. one quote unquote investor runs a rather large company Mm -hmm. and and they had the audacity to reach out for work. And I'm like, are are you yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just because you changed the company name doesn't mean I trust you anymore. (laughs) That's a fresh, that's a
1: fresh start, dude. Come on.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like everybody has another fist. (laughs) um, Anyway, but like, I think that's part of my 2017 Mm -hmm. plan too, is to pay attention to the red flags. Don't make excuses and have the balls to walk away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, and I think that's that's a big set, and I hate to use that because it's kind of a crass term, mm-hmm. but you know everybody wants that work, and we all start dreaming about what could be and this amazing stuff that you could do. Meanwhile, all the signs are there that this is going to be a very bad relationship.
1: Yeah, and and you know what's funny too, you can probably uh, agree with me on this. I'm sure you get that first sign almost on the first conversation with a with a new client, and you kind of yeah. you, you might have might be uh, too too early to get a real red flag. But if they're talking about price and price and price, and you're trying to talk about value, idea, concept results, you know, um, partnership, all those cool things that we all like to, you know, sell as far as our studios go. Right. Why, why, you know, why we, we got to learn from that. And I think slowly, but surely I'm at that point and I've found new ways that our agreements and our contracts and uh, our initial kind of conversations now talk about these things at the very beginning, and it kind of weeds out some of the people that I think potentially could have given you some tr- some trouble, you know
0: yeah, absolutely it, it takes it takes some guts, but mm-hmm. you know I try our first conversation, yeah we talk about what they want to do and their vision as, or at least where they are, what they're trying to get done. yeah and my first questions are, what's your timing? what's your budget? Yes. And inevitably they'll try to sidestep it or weasel through it. And they're like, well, I just don't know what something like this costs. Yeah. And my my initial reaction is hundred thousand dollars. It's going to take three months. Yeah, you know. And either they spit out their coffee, or <laughs> they are, you know, or or they're like, okay, well, we don't have that. We have this, uh-huh. and we need to get it done by this date. Okay, okay, great. Now we're the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because. If you're, you know, it starts the conversation and it starts it in a place that's a lot better than, um, you know, I have three hundred dollars and I want to mm-hmm. do a complete brand campaign. Yes, um, and, and it saves their time, saves our time. Of and, course. And if they don't have that money, I'm like, hey, you know, go to
1: ninety nine designs. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like that's what that's for. Yeah, call you, call you, call your, uh, your uncle's uh, brother, sister, that. Yes, right. Has Adobe Creative yeah. Suite?
0: Yeah, that, that hacked that hacked, uh, a version of uh, yeah two thousand twelve. Yeah, I know. Yeah. good good luck. Yeah. yeah, hey, maybe you win, maybe you don't, but you know, like best of luck to you. Yeah. I think having these conversations are a must, and
1: yeah. and it's honesty, man. That's all it is. It's it's like let's set the let's set this whole you know. Um, project off on the right track. I think they, yeah. I love when a client says, you know, man, from the very beginning, you were just this, this, and this, and that made all the difference. And so yeah. that to me makes, tells me we're doing something right. You still make some mistakes, but, uh, make a note of them. And like you said, try to kind of eliminate them in the next year. That's your goal, you know? Absolutely. Well, let's do that. All right. So
0: let's recap real quick. Cool. I think, um, so for those of you who are trying to get your hand on what seems to be a year that's squirming away, <laughs> one, I think uh, sage like advice from Nick via Tim Ferris: um, book the time to do the work yeah. in your schedule, block it out. That's awesome. Yep. Um, the other one that you had said is conferences. Definitely. You know, try, try to get some design events and conferences and, um, I am going to be listening to that advice as well. Hey, next year
1: um, we're going to do um, Adobe Max in Vegas. You're in.
0: Awesome! <laughs> I love
1: it. I mean, I mean and we'll do. I we'll have, have a place, to, and we'll do. What, we'll we'll have to do like a joint podcast or something there. I think that would be. Oh, that'd be a really awesome. cool idea. Hey, maybe we let, we give them a call and see what we can do.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> come dear Debbie Max, if you're <laughs> come listening. <laughs> come on,
1: man. Fly us out. <laughs> let's, I, I, have a, I have a few hundred listeners and let's it's do totally it. worth let's it. Let's do it. We're going to combine forces and we're going to do this. I, I, I've already been, i love it. I've already been campaigning it with students and my podcast team as well. So I, I think it's just one of those things like you, we were saying, plan ahead. It's next uh, October. So, you know, think about it. Budget for it. You know, whatever. It, yeah, why not? It's you, there's a lot out of it. So it is a good point to think about for the next year.
0: I agree. Yeah. yeah I, I am into it. You, you hear it here. So you guys can cool. hold my feet to the fire. <laughs> if I back out, I'm going to do it. Um, and then, uh, uh the third one is, uh, getting, getting a little more gumption and a little more, um, you know, courage to have the tough conversations and be That's not it. afraid yeah. to walk away. Yep. Totally true. There, there's there's your year-end resolution for 2017,
1: y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Print that out, put it on a t-shirt, we're done. <laughs> yeah, and I say that more for me than anyone else, I think. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I took notes why you said that, trust me. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Um, so speaking of notes, I will have a couple links in the notes. And Nick, where do people find you online?
1: Oh, great. Thanks, man. Uh, Longodesigns.com is uh, my website. Everything's kind of uh, reachable from there. I do have a, a class site called LongoDesignClass.com and that kind of highlights all my students' work and everything you know we do to kind of uh, uh, gain guest speakers in there. And if anyone's interested in doing that as well, you included, uh, yeah, definitely let me know. I, I love bringing in people to help inspire and get them ready for uh, real-world stuff, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, what about the uh, tweet book, Graham? Where do they find you there? Oh, on, for Twitter. Correct? Yeah. Oh, Logo Designs yeah. Inc. with an INC at the end. Yes. All right, perfect. And inst- yeah,
0: and I'll have that linked on perfect. all the marketing stuff, and we'll, we'll get links all in nice, the show notes. Um, it's been awesome having you on. Thanks for reaching out on Twitter and
1: um, my pleasure. For man.
0: anyone listening, we did do an awesome post of Nick's students' design work from this last class, so have a look at that. Yeah, on the thanks Griffiths again, man. Blog. I
1: I, I, oh, I also yeah. want to thank you for your blog alone. I mean that it was uh, the whole reason reaching out to you was how instrumental it was to show my class as they did their restaurant branding the great examples you guys share and i think it's just it's so it's rare it's a nice little niche area of design and you're highlighting it so well man so you know kudos oh, to you guys appreciate
0: it. yeah it makes me feel good when people actually uh, look at it i'm like oh. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't just self serving this is awesome
1: <laughs> no well done man
0: well done awesome all right everyone tell your friends uh, download this a lot and we'll see you at adobe max next yes, year yes vegas once again everyone thank you for tuning in do follow us at grits grids that's grits grids with no end in between on instagram and twitter this podcast and the grits and grids blog is a passion project of vigor a restaurant and beverage branding and marketing firm based in Atlanta. And check us out at www.vigorbranding.com and of course we're all over social media until next week stay hungry stay thirsty and be creative